Hey everybody, welcome to Life with Ashley Lease. In this episode, I interviewed my girl Dominique Jones. And for those who don't know who she is, she is a gospel artist and is just an overall incredible human being. She's one of my faves. In this episode, we had such a vulnerable conversation about singleness, the gospel industry, navigating through high and low seasons, how to stay authentic in every area of your life, and more. So share this with someone you love, and make sure that you connect with Doe on all of her social media platforms below. And subscribe to this podcast. All right, let's jump in. Hello. Okay. Hey. (laughs) All right. We are rocking and rolling. So you guys, I have one of my favorites on here. I just adore this girl. She's awesome. Well, she's like a woman, a whole woman, but I just think (laughs) she's amazing. And um, why don't you just introduce yourself and just share what you do, who you are and all that. (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Dominique Jarrell Jones. (laughs) I... (laughs) I am a gospel artist, and I actually go by the name Doe, and a lot of people do know me as Dominique Jones because I'm a former member of the gospel band Forever Jones, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we were a family band, and we, I mean, we still are, um, but, you know, we're known for the song He Wants It All, and of course, we had a whole three albums that we put out and had a great run. But uh, at a certain point in my life, I knew that it was time for me to kind of step out and try some things on my own and chase what's in me. And so um, I did that. And it's like, God, you know, he strategically placed so many different events around my yes and my Mm -hmm. that step in my life and just made sure that when I stepped out, I wasn't going to sink. And um, so it's been an incredible journey. And yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's good. Well, you thank you. Well, you basically like shared a bit of your journey and testimony. Do you have any more to share about that or no? <laughs> about my testimony? You know, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I read through your questions and I saw that question. I almost omitted it because I don't know if it's because I'm over analytical but like, I always struggle with answering that question. Like, what's your testimony? Like, I'm like, I want to start all the way back to when I was five. Right. <laughs> but right now, my testimony, my testimony with my journey and my career is just that, you know, I really had to trust God's ability and I'm still having to trust God's ability to make everything come to pass. You yeah. Know? And so many when you're when you're gifted which you understand everybody mm-hmm. feels like they know how you should handle your yeses and your noes yep. and when you should distribute them and who you should distribute them to and um and so you know i've had to shake off a lot of people's opinions about so the good. decisions that i've made or didn't make or wasn't able to make or whatever and really just focus on what I'm doing and what God's called me to do and hearing his voice. And so that's been my journey. And, you know, I have to be honest, like, I, I understand uh, Abraham's story a lot more yeah. at this point in my life, you know, because, you know, God told him he was going to do something for him and then did it 15 years later. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be wondering, like, God, why are you going to tell me when I'm five? <laughs> Right. About what you're going to do when I'm 30, you know, (laughs) but he does that because he wants to work some things out in you on the way there. 
And so he uses those moments to, to grow your faith, to grow your character and to, to grow your trust in him and, and your ability to hear his voice. And so I'm here and I'm realizing, man, like there were times where I tried to force things to happen just like mm-hmm. Abraham did. But even if I hadn't, you know, cause if we look at the way that Abraham tried to force God's word to happen, like most of us watching him would have said he really screwed up. Like, <laughs> that, yep. was a, that was a pretty big you know that was a pretty big mistake you know like I probably would have looked at him and said man you know that was a good run you know yep. God's probably gonna fulfill it through your child because you the messed up AA run but you know but God he could have honestly just put that word on the shelf and lived a really happy life without even worrying about it. And he would have run smack dab into the promise. So good. And I think that's what we don't realize sometimes when we hear, this is the word of the Lord. This is what God's going to do in your life. And we can literally keep on trucking, keep on moving forward and trusting God, loving him, doing what we were doing when he interrupted us and let us know what he was going to do. And, and we would run smack dab into it. So I'm learning to rest and I'm learning to trust. It's not easy, but that's my testimony right now. <laughs> I, girl, that is so good. You just preach like somebody, okay, who's going <laughs> to listen to this. So. I love it. You know, I think the biggest thing I just got out of everything you just said is like, I mean, there's a lot, but like God just will never let our yes be in vain. Like, oh, man. That's so, so powerful and so good. Yeah. Just so much. So thanks for sharing that. Hey, um, thanks. So let's talk about this stuff because, of course, a lot of, like, artists are going to listen to this because you're dope. So (laughs) as an artist (laughs) for basically, like, your entire life, um, what are three main things you have learned while being in this gospel industry and just industry in general? Like, what what could you share about that? Yeah, one of the biggest things that I've uh, learned is don't be afraid to have the business conversation, you know? You're going to have people that are going to approach you. And man, my biggest thing was, well, I haven't heard from the Lord yet. I haven't prayed about it. So I don't even want to talk to him. I'm scared, you know, Mm -hmm. like because I'm afraid that, you know, when I get to the conversation, I'm just going to crack and make a decision. And and Mm -hmm. I'm stronger than that, you know. Yeah. But you you don't know that until you jump in and you start having conversations and learning what terms mean and kind of flexing your muscles and so that's number one. Don't ever be afraid to just have the conversation. That's a recent lesson um, that that's I've learned. Good. And um, and then number two is, um, you know, don't, and this is something, this is more so, so of a, a rule that I live by, but, you know, uh, as far as your sound goes, make sure that you are uh, releasing the sound that's in you and not um, putting something on you and saying, this is my sound because it's popular. Yeah. You know, so many of us, um, yeah. Kind of just want to see what's out there and kind of follow with the, with the trend, you know, but what if God's Mm -hmm. calling you to set a new trend? And Mm -hmm. that sounds so cliche, but it's so true. You know, you want to be a fresh breath of air or a breath of fresh air. However you want to say it. You (laughs) want to be that, you know, you want to be that and you, you, you're always going to feel like something's missing unless you stay true to who you are. So authenticity is very important. Um, and number three, I would just say, keep moving forward. You're not ever going to feel like you have it all together. I so keep, good. I keep waiting for that moment. Like, <laughs> you know, I keep waiting for that moment where I'm going to feel like, yes, 
Yes, you got it all all together. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. You know, and sometimes you don't want to go into those meetings, too, because you don't feel like you have it all thought out and planned out. And, you know, but like nothing great is ever done by yourself. This is a new lesson for me. And so, like, I am not waiting for myself to have it all together to step out or to meet with people or to talk to people or to share, uh, you know, my vision with the right people, of course. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that day's not going to come. That's what I'm realizing. It's not gonna come. <laughs> you know what? I'm like, I don't know if it ever will for any of us because I think it's like the way God keeps relationship with us, you know, mm. and keeps that intimacy going. So, yeah, I totally know what you're talking about, though. It's real yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking at your class, girl. I was like, maybe she can help me get it all together. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can just talk. We can talk because we're friends anyway, so we can just have yes. some combos. <laughs> well, we are going to have some combos. <laughs> yes. Okay. So next question is like, what are some tips that you would tell someone who's just getting started and feels called to, you know, this specific like life of ministry, whether you're in, because I don't want to limit it to, God may say, hey, Doe, I want you to not so much be in the gospel industry. I just want you to be in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, So what would you say to someone who's, like, getting started? I think you have some wisdom to, like, share on that. Yeah, I, you know, I was just talking to, uh, I went back to Shreveport the other day, and I used to to be the youth pastor at that church, Mm -hmm. at a church in Shreveport, and I had an opportunity to spend time with uh, the kids and these words just came out of me because I just needed them to know, like to just be encouraged. You know, our society is built on this, get your foot in the door mentality, right? Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. just grind, 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 get your foot in the door, whatever it takes work until you sweat and bleed, you know? And I, I've been reading this book called position to bless uh, by this pastor named Basil Malik. And Ooh, it has, good. listen, it has really <laughs> blessed me because he was talking about the characteristics of the blessing of the Lord and that wow. it overtakes you. So it's something that is chasing you down is not something that you are chasing down and striving for. Right. So yeah. there's so many things that we strive for. And once we get it, we're like, oh, yeah, God bless me with this. And he's doing this when he's not. We're doing that. Okay. You know, we're doing it. <laughs> and, you know, and I stepped into this new season in my life where, and this is the only reason why this all makes sense to me. I'll be over in a corner striving to pull my business together and get a random phone call from somebody because my name is being spoken in a room that I haven't even set foot in yet. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that, that is characteristic of the blessing of the Lord. And this is what I'm, this is what I'm getting at. God, it is not all about getting your foot in the door. God has the power to open a door wide enough for you to fit your entire ministry through. Wow. He is not interested in you just inching your way through until you, until by the time you get there, you almost dead and you don't have nothing to say because you didn't have no time to pray or seek his face or read, you know, you ain't full of nothing because you just going to pour it all out. You know what I mean? And it's God's God's blessings are so you know they just they overtake you and and by the time they get there you're so, and that's why it thankfulness is a product of a byproduct of God's blessings that's why wow. people are so thankful because they're like man I could not have worked hard enough to get this opportunity you know I couldn't so have worked hard enough to get this kind of favor and so I just need 
the people who are starting off to know it is not about striving. It is not about blood, sweat, and tears. It is about you being faithful with what you have and the small things, but it is not about you working your hand, your fingers to the bone to where, you know what I mean? To where you're so tired all the time. It's about, you know, seeking God, trusting God for the right opportunities, praying about opportunities, and then just like trusting him, just being faithful with what you're called to do in that season. But do not strive because then by the time the blessing of the Lord gets there, you'll be tired. Yeah, can't even enjoy it. Can't even enjoy it. (laughs) That is such a good word. Like, it reminds me, I think it's like in the Passion Translation, it says like, the blessing of the Lord makes you rich and adds no stress with it. That's the exact scripture he used in the book. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay, so we're going to skip on to... You know, a tip that you can give to like single ladies. So, yes, like, <laughs> what can you give to the single ladies out there? We out here, y'all. We out here. We are out here. <laughs> yeah, I screamed yes because this is my topic, y'all. This is my topic. <laughs> no, I mean, I would just say, gosh, it can be so discouraging, not just because single, mm-hmm. you know, the single season is can be tough sometimes because Mary season can be tough. But I think it's just the way that our world is built and how it spins around and, and we're relational human beings. And there's yep. so much to say about this. But if I can speak to specifically the working single woman who maybe, you know, is just kind of trucking along and, and making uh-huh. things happen, you know, I would say don't give in to the mentality of like, I don't need anybody. Yeah, that's good. That's the temptation for me. And really, it's a defense mechanism. And it is so easy to just go there and be like, you know what? I'm just going to make everything happen. I don't have all the answers for my future. And God hasn't given me the exact date when he's coming, nor has he given me a dream with his (laughs) facial features in it. So I'm just going to decide that, uh, you know, I'm going to make it happen <laughs> by myself, you know, just, just trust the Lord and keep your heart soft, uh, before the Lord, soften before the Lord, you know, stay open to whatever he might want to do. Cause you never know. And, and I think that I thought that the first male that I had a deep connection with was the one I was going to marry. Girl, I get it. You know, I think that I get what, it. I think that's what screw this whole thing up. And so if I, if I had realized that sometimes God calls you into people's lives for a season, so good. then maybe I would have prayed more about God. Why, why am I in this handsome fella's life? Is it to be yes. an encouragement? Cause we're not called to date everybody we're attracted to. Yeah. We're not called to, you know Woo. what I mean? So I just, I think that it's that I said two things, didn't I? But just don't lose. No, hope. it's just so all of it is good. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Then I'm, that's so yeah, good. That's it. <laughs> I'm glad that you touched on that because even me too. Like I can just be really independent and yeah, uh, yeah, just get it done type of personality. Yeah. And so I just really, you know, started praying almost like a year ago. Like God, okay, when I do have a man, please let me like know the balance in this. <laughs> right. Help me um, out, Jesus. Yeah. So I get it. Okay. Let's talk about friendships. Okay. So. What are like three main tips that you've learned about friendship? Oh man. Okay. So I'm not, um, 
how do I say this without speaking something negative over myself? I'm learning about friendships now. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm just, I'm learning a lot. And I think the biggest thing is that communication is so, 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 so important. You're not going to be close to somebody that you can't communicate with. Um, you know, men are always saying, ladies, we can't read your mind, but the truth is nobody can read your mind. Yeah. Nobody, (laughs) (laughs) nobody can read your mind. And when you're somebody who's kind of a little bit tender and you don't want to hurt people's feelings, but then you don't like being taken advantage of either. Sometimes you, you end up not wanting to get in the game of friendship at all because it's all just kind of too, it can I be feel too, you. Yeah, too stimulating and then slow you down and you get hurt and all this stuff. But I think it's all worth it. Um, so I, I think I've learned that communication is key. Number two, I need people around me because, uh, and I think everybody does, we need people around us to offend us so that we can learn how to yes. forgive. We yes. need people around us to uh, make us uh, uncomfortable so we can learn how to communicate. You know, yeah. and so you all around, you need people. If you are your best friend, there's a problem. The only reason you don't think you're weird is because you're your best friend. Come on. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to get out there. You got to, yeah. you know, and, and just learn what you like. And then, um, and then, you know, I think one of the best things that I can say I've gotten out of my closest friendships these days is um, the people who actually do pray for me. Yeah, I know that when they say they're praying for me, they are. And I know that when I tell them I'm praying for them, I really am going to war for them because we don't think it makes a difference, but it does. And if I could just give a quick testimony, go for it. Give an honor to God. who's the head of my, no, (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) if I could just give a quick testimony, (laughs) I would just say, you know, I, I had this friend and man, they were just heavy on my heart. I didn't know why, but I just, I, it was so heavy. I wrote their name on a sheet of paper and I prayed and wow. I prayed in tongues until it let up. Right. Wow. And, um, and I talked to them the next day and they were just like, yeah, around this time, I just, I got so heavy and I had to minister, but I was so heavy. Wow. And it was around the same time, you know? Wow. And I just was like, man, I'm glad I could be there for them, but I, I think the Lord's showing me something about friendship and having mm-hmm. somebody to link up with and really how powerful your prayers are when you care about that person. You yeah, know? that's so good. So, yeah. That is so good. And I love, I think I'm learning that recently too, just like, because I'm the same way. It's like, I want to be honest. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, like living in that tension. Yeah. But I um, <clears throat> just recently learned, uh, there's a scripture, I can't think of it. It's like you, we should always be like in close friendship with people. We can tell the absolute truth to, you know, yeah, yeah. and they can tell the absolute truth to us and communicate and there's no weirdness. And yeah, it's just friendship is messy, but so beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thanks for sharing on that. Okay. So next thing, you're very true and authentic in who you are, which I absolutely love. Um, and just how you, pre- you're welcome, how you present yourself to the world and in ministry, all of that. So what has helped you to stay authentic and full of integrity? You know, I thought about that question. And do you know what the first word is that came to my mind? What? Rejection. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, rejection. Because in those moments that you're rejected, you have a choice. 
do I change or do I stay true to who this person is? And is it worth it? Are these qualities someone that I like being, you know, and those were not easy moments. And I still face those today. You know, you face those in certain Mm -hmm. circles that maybe you could be closer, but only if you change certain parts of who you are, you know, rejection helps me stay true to myself. And that's why I'm not afraid of it, you know, because it also kind of outlines and helps you see, or the outline's not the right word. It, it helps you discern who you need to be close to and who can receive you for who you are. Cause nobody just rejects you altogether. Yeah. They reject certain parts of you and you decide, okay, is this something that I, is this true to who I am? And if it is, then say bye, girl, you know, Okay. like, well, I come with this. So <laughs> this comes with the package. <laughs> so, you know yeah. what I mean? And so that's what I would say is, is, is rejection is it hurts, but it's really a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm going to have to like requote, requote you. You said rejection helps me stay true to who I am. Yeah. That is a word. That's amazing. Okay. So my next question for you is how have you stayed intimate with God in your high and low seasons, like in success and in failure. Yeah. Um, what are some tips you have for that? Because especially if people are pursuing their dreams or what God told them to do, or, you know, doing in the music industry, whatever, like you're going to have se- high and low seasons, right? Yeah. So what have you done? What are some things you do to just stay close to God and all of that? Right. You know, I think this is a really great question because, you know, I just released that song reach Yes, and, I want you to talk about that. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that song is, it, nobody says this about themselves, but I know that God gave me that song. It didn't come out of my own, you know, creativity. And so I can mm-hmm. say that that song is kind of my life right now. It's where I'm at, even though I wrote it. Yeah. I wrote it years ago, like maybe a year and a half ago. Wow. But I, it's a lifelong prayer, really. And if I could be, like, really vulnerable in this moment, I'm I'm like, in this season to where I don't feel as close to him as I would like to. Yeah. I get and it. so I think this is the perfect time for me to talk about it. The, the girl who wow. preaches about prayer, the girl who preaches about seeking God is, doesn't feel close to him at, at this moment, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that when you feel that way, it's a good sign that maybe there is a presence of, um, maybe some disappointment and you didn't know that you were distancing yourself yeah. because maybe God uh, didn't do something the way you thought he did, he would, or something didn't go your way yeah. and you need to be mm-hmm. honest with him about it. Um, definitely. That's what that is for me. I won't go into it. Um, no, please don't. But we're, oh no. <laughs> for the world. I, right. I promise I will. <laughs> right. Well, actually, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's just that, he and I have some conversations some real conversations that we need to have that I can't just praise over and worship yes. over and act like it's not there. And okay. that's what I'm getting at, you know, in your moments where you do feel like you are far from him, maybe it's that you need to slow down. It could be that it mm-hmm. could be that you forgot where the brakes were and you yeah. need to find those again and spend time with him. It could be that there's some disappointment. And, you, yeah. and you're trying to preach over it and minister over it. And you need to, to sit down and have some really tough conversations with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is it could be that you need community in your life. You know, wow. are you isolated? Is it just you and God forever? 
me and Jesus forever and nobody else, nobody else around you? You know, are you surrounded with people, like-minded people who are pursuing God with you? Do you know? And I think those are the things that you need. Those are three things that you need to check always um, when you're feeling distance from God, you know. But I think that your life has to be a constant reach. You have to constantly just be reaching for him. Even if you feel like you're drowning, I can promise you if your hand is the only thing above water, Jesus is going to grab you and pick you up. He's he is so his his. You know what I mean? His his reach is so vast and and he there's no low that you can go to that he can't reach down and get you. So he's already chasing you. And and all you got to do is reach back and just say yes. So all throughout your life, you need to ask yourself, am I reaching? Am I reaching for him or am I just waiting for things to plop into my lap? Am I waiting for him to do all the work in this relationship or am I reaching? You know, and honestly, wow. that's the that's the heart of the song, but that message goes all around. It goes all the way around yeah. right? in your life, in your marriage. I know I'm not married, but in all your relationships, am I reaching, you know, in your career, am I reaching or am I just waiting for things to plop into my lap? You know, that is so good. <laughs> Girl. So that's what I would, <laughs> if I could say anything and I wanted to be vulnerable because I think people need to hear that, that part. They do. They only hear about the, and you need to fast and pray. Yeah. You know, I got times in my life where I do that and I feel super strong and, and then, you know, and then I'm, and then I get humbled and realize, man, I'm human and God's the one who gives me the grace to reach for him and to, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so glad you, you shared that. Like last, what was it? About a month or a month and a half ago, girl, I had that moment and I had realized if I'd be vulnerable, I think I was like PMSing. So I call it my PMS God breakdown or something, but I was just like. I had reached a point where, like you said, with disappointment, I had, I didn't even realize I was carrying like disappointment about stuff. Right. These expectations, you know, I was like, okay, God, I'm doing this and I'm not out whoring and I'm paying my tithes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, I'm doing my part. Now, what are you doing? What's happening? Right. And I just really had to like, um, I don't know, just like look at myself and just like restructure everything and be like, oh. And it really did. It really did. Like, I, we love God, both of us on here. But I right. totally get it. It's like it makes you not even want to, like, read your Bible, do anything. Oh, yeah. It's like, but you know, dealing with all this stuff. Like, yeah. get it. And if you don't. <laughs> but if the thing is, here's a dangerous thing is if you don't stop and address it, you'll just stop reading your Bible and stop praying. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. you're dry. Exactly. OK, hello. Are you there? It's OK phone call it's my bad no worries yeah but anyway <laughs> you got what I was saying yeah so good thank you for sharing that that's gonna help somebody for real okay so any final things that you want to share about anything well um I do want everybody to maybe jump on this challenge that I did with my song generally when people release a song they'll do like a um a vocal challenge and uh-huh Hold on one sec. You know, girl, my mama, she keeps calling me. Mama, stop calling. She keeps no. calling me. You know, if you, you're going to like chop this thing up, right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Let me just do this. I'm going to answer her on my iPad so that it doesn't get 
messed up again if she calls. Well, if you turn on do not disturb. Oh. Because I don't know if it could chop up on here. So. Got it. I don't know if I could chop it up on Anchor. Okay, that's much. fine. Um, yeah, so the challenge is hashtag reach out challenge. Okay. And it's not a singing challenge. It's just a challenge um, to push all of my followers to find a way that they can impact their community or the world around them reach out and so it's like an outreach challenge and that's what I meant when I said this whole reach song can go so many different ways sometimes you don't feel like you have anything to give to your world Mm -hmm. but you have your hands and your feet you know and um I think that God loves it when he when he looks and he sees his kids um helping people that maybe don't have what they have or you know it could be something as simple as be something as simple as like giving blood or going to uh going to the to a veterans uh, community and maybe singing or whatever, you know, but yeah, um, so I just so told good. them to do it and, and then to post about it. And uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Doe Jones music. And my website is www.doejonesmusic.com. If you want to book me or anything like that, that's the way to do it. Well, perfect. Thank yes. you so much for taking the time to get on here and just, share your heart and your life and be vulnerable and all of that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's been great. You're so welcome. Okay, y'all will connect with Doe, book her and just get your life. Okay. She's amazing. So you guys have an amazing day. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.